This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Ding dong, it's Drizzly. I have your drink delivery. Thanks so much. Is it margarita stuff? Uh, is it whiskey for your anniversary that's coming up? How did you know my Anna? Or is it an order from your future self who time traveled to make sure you stayed in with a cocktail instead of going to the bar where a mysterious portal is slurping people up? Uh, I hope not. Mezcal. Oh, I was close. So close. High five. Get the right libation for whatever situation with alcohol delivery from Drizzly. Download the Drizzly app or order online at D-R-I-Z-L-Y Ding dong, it's Drizzly. I just did a rap the other day and I was talking about Gaston and, and uh, Gabe Car Park and it's like, all right, oh my God, God. God. Hey, that, that. Too far now. <laughs> that is niche. Gone... <laughs> <laughs> definitely Gabe gone too far. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Knockout takes. Almunia saves. Knockout follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. DA. I do not believe what I've just seen. You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Joining us today, Genesis Elijah. Good evening. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It looks like you're in a, a studio there. Are you in a studio? Is this your home? It- it, this this could be classed as my studio. It is my bedroom, but it is where I record all my music. So it it, it doubles up, man. Like it, sleep, and then do your thing. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> like it, like it. Well, listen, honestly, uh, huge, huge, huge thanks for, for joining us. And, and the reason, and I, I was just, before we started this, I was just briefly saying that we're always looking for interesting people associated around Watford, you know, the town we spoke to the mayor and, and so forth. It, it's not just down to footballers. And then I don't know who, you know, who's next? Who do, who do we get next? And my son come up to me and said, have you heard this? Or have you, have you, have you seen this? I was like, no, what's this? And then I, I, he went on to, um, to Spotify and I saw the album cover, which had the Watford badge. I was like, yeah. what is this? I was <laughs> like, this is something new. So yeah. So we'll, we'll come on to that in a minute, but look, I mean, I've been listening to an album called a prophet in his, in his hometown. Yeah. Um, and there's there's massive references to to Watford and, and so forth. And anybody that hasn't hasn't listened to it, you, you have to check it out because um, I mean, I literally have it blaring out. I, I can't listen just to music a little bit. It's, it's all or nothing. <laughs> so I'm driving through Ritmansworth where I live, and people are like, "What is this? <laughs> what is this?" Because I don't. I'm not the, the type of music it is, and we'll, we'll go into that. 
I don't give off that vibe. People are looking at me like this. This guy's lost. He's he's in a work. Something's gone wrong here. He's stolen that car or something. So there's something. So it's luckily my son was with me most times because then I, I could kind of pull it off. But just tell us what's how have you how have you kind of got here? Your 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 background and you know the whole Watford thing. Tell us a bit about yourself. It's it's actually a really weird weird story. So um, originally originally I was born in Brixton and I did my my my, high, my dad then got a job in Luton. So I was in Luton for my, for like high school and a bit of college. And then yeah, I know shaking your head. So know, <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> so do you know what's really funny? Like literally, the only time when I was in Luton, the only time we would I heard of Watford was when Watford would come to play Luton and it would be a rumble like the high street. Yeah, it would, be, yeah. It would, it would get nuts. So that was literally my only. <laughs> reference to what where Watford was and then during my um, college so when I was about to start college there was there was like a job fair and it was at Watford it was at the town hall I've gone from Luton to town hall I've had a mayor of a time literally one of the worst days of my life trying to find this place right because you, you, you get to the station and they're like no it's nowhere near here I found it to Watford Met I'm in the field I'm in, I'm in the middle of um, Cassidy Park yeah, 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 yeah. Cassidy yeah, Park, right? yeah. So I'm like where am I I've got to this fair I've got this job fair got there really late it was just horrible and I remember saying to myself I am never coming back to Watford ever again like I'm never coming back here literally a, a a year later, my dad was like, yeah, we're moving to Watford. We actually moved to South Oxy. Okay. So, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So nine, I was about 19 and we moved to South Oxy. From then on, I've just, I've been in, in an, I kind of was Harrow for a little bit, but I've been in Watford since then. I'm 40 now. So I've been here for 20 years. Right. And nice. um, that's how I ended up in Watford. I oh, imagine nice, you've nice. seen South Oxy change a bit recently. They're redeveloping it all, aren't they? It's so nuts, man. I was just watching them. Um, there's a, a comedy called Man Down. And I yes. was watching that. Yeah, they filmed it there, filmed didn't they? in old South yeah. Oxy. So you see like the old pub and the old, right, like, so you the know old that pub, the Ox? Yeah. Yeah, that was my, that was mine and my wife's pub. We had that really? Was, yeah, just before it was. Wow. So when Weatherspoons got rid of it, we had it for a bit long story but I'm still in pubs now but yeah I mean that there was some eye openers down there my friend <laughs> That's, yeah, listen, do you know what though like I, I, growing up in or, or being around South Foxy at that time like the characters it was it was just a, it was a place that was just nuts and like, even coming from Luton and from Brixton coming to South Foxy was still a massive culture shock yeah, just yeah. being in a certain place and just seeing certain people and it's really funny as well because you have this kind of idea of what people are like and you'll see somebody and you'll be like this guy looks really weird and then down, <laughs> the, down the road you'll, you'll meet him and you get talking and you're just like you end up as being like these people's friends it's funny because I feel like even going to the like Watford Watford was a place that when I first came to I really hated because I felt like you've taken me out of my comfort zone you've taken me yeah, where I'm yeah. from this place is weird to me 20 years down the line you're like I don't want to live anywhere else like this is to me this is home it took yeah, 20 cool. years did it <laughs> it did it really did it really did some of us have God. suffered longer mate <laughs> yeah I was born in Watford I'm still not used to it I'm 47 <laughs> so are you, are you in what you're in Watford now I assume yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, West Watford uh, oh, no, that's see, not I'm far born, from I'm me I'm born and bred West Watford <laughs> I'm not yeah, born in so, West Watford yeah, yeah. I, so I was um, St James Road so just okay. just off just off Vicarage Road yeah so but again it's um, and, and I guess coming from Brixton and then going to and it's just cultures there's so many cultures here it's it's a mad and you just you've just covered that it's a mad place and there's always things going on i mean the other day i got attacked by some <laughs> nutters in in uh, market street you know who had obviously been on the old special brew all day and uh, you know it's just there's no i don't know I don't feel there's any place like it, really. So, the first place I lived in Watford was Merton Road. So, oh, that's at the end of Market Street. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, I was yeah, literally yeah. there every every night. You get people going past, screaming at each other, drunk. 
And then we'd have like, obviously, that's the path everyone uses to go to the ground. So you go on Vicarage Road, you need to go past there. Yeah. So we'd have all the footballers, all the football fans coming through. Like, I, I think that was probably my first kind of interaction with the club and being so close to it. When the lights yeah. are on, I could see it in my garden. Um, yeah, and you yeah, just, yeah. you can feel the atmosphere. That's where you kind of, I feel like you really get to know a town when you when you see their, their, their football club, when you see like, that's what brings a lot of people together. And that's where you see the passion of, you know, this is Watford, this is what we are. No, you, listen, I couldn't say that better than myself. Then it's a, it's a massive part of, um, uh, you know, the community, that club. And there was a, there was talk not so long ago about it, you know, being moved out to, to Bushy and, and, and so forth. And do you know mm. what, if, if that had happened, a lot of that would die. Yeah. You know that community and 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 so forth. So I'm really glad that it hasn't. But yeah, you know you've touched on that amazingly because that that is it. That that's what it's about, and it's the heart of the community. I find that club it brings so many different people together and and in around there. And I, you know that's where I was brought up. That's that's yeah. you know it's it's my home. Yeah. Um, and 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 the thought of it moving away, God, oh, ripped me apart. To be fair. It's the history, man. It's the history of the town. And it's like, it's funny because I'm I'm really interested in the history in history in general. There's a page on what on Instagram. I think it's called like Watford history or something. And it shows like how Watford used to look before and they've they've changed so much. You kind of you you there's certain parts of a of a town that you kind of have to keep. And once you move that, you you've changed. You've also you you kind of moved the foundation of the town, you change everything. Yeah. And I feel like at the moment, especially in Watford, they've changed so much. And it's just like, guys, you don't you really are gonna take away the heart and soul of what this town is if you keep doing that yeah um, it's chaos at the moment isn't it I'm going to agree with that it's got to be a point where you say okay guys listen we need to we actually need to stop like the, the progress just to, just to keep like the, the soul of the town yeah, I think a lot of the character has been lost, actually. Um, 100%. Uh, obviously, you know, Charter Place did need doing up, I think. Uh, mm. And it is nice having a, a bowling alley and a cinema there now and stuff. But yeah, it's slowly... Charter passed. Place was twinned with Baghdad, let's be honest. It was, it pretty was a grim. rough place, it was, mate. It needed, it needed some paint. It needed some help. So I'll give them that one. They've done well there. Yeah, they Remember the Burger well. King? The bur- yeah, like, well, the Burger King. Yeah, that's, yeah. Cool. that's a TGI Friday now. That is the yeah, Burger King. Yeah, like, it's, like, it's crazy, man. <laughs> and there was a sports shop There was a sports shop. I remember. That, that sports shop. So when I first, when I told you when I came to Watford the very first time, I went to that sports shop and bought a pair of trainers, or went to buy. I think yeah, I did buy a pair of trainers there, and I remember just thinking like, this place is hell. Like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I did what go to that. Happened? I went to that sports shop, and at the time, they hardly any places did size elevens. They did size eleven. So there you go. Sports shop, yeah. man. You can have to yeah. go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. awesome, fantastic. <laughs> Uh, just, so just to, oh, go on, go on, I was go just going to say, if we um, turn to uh, your music, so uh, is, it, is it correct to uh, describe you as a rapper? Is that is that a way yeah. to describe you? You're an MC? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, say, I say rapper, yeah. A rapper, okay. Now, my limited knowledge of rap is limited. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I do know some rap music, don't get me wrong. Uh, listen to quite a lot of new metal, which has got uh, rap influences in it and stuff. And, you know, if I was to go through the CD collection, there's some iced tea in there, there is some Beastie Boys. Boys, that sort of stuff, but I wouldn't say I was an aficionado. Come on, Justin, you're really showing me up. Here. Well, <laughs> obviously, the sort of rap that I'm talking about there, Beastie Boys, they're rapping mm. about New York. Uh, NWA, they're rapping about you know South Central California and all this sort of stuff. Is it easy to find inspiration in Watford? I mean, obviously you do. You do find inspiration in Watford because, as Carl was saying about the the album he's been listening to. But how easy is it to find inspiration? 
in Watford to rap about? Do you know what? It's funny, right? Because I guess as you become older, what happens is you get to know yourself more. When you're young, you kind of fall into the tropes of the genre. So when you're young, you're talking about the things that you've heard other rappers talk about. You're, you're, you're almost seeing the world through their eyes. You're trying to overlay your experiences to fit into that narrative. For me personally, as I've got older, I've understood that it, what you're really trying to do is find the inspiration in your own life. So what is it in your life that you think someone else can relate to? Right. And it's, it's, it's really weird. It's like the more you do it, the more you figure out, oh, wait a minute, these guys that are talking about these different places, Ice-T talking about South Central or whether it be Snoop, Compton, whatever. They're talking about their life that they live. There was a reason that me as a nine-year-old was listening to Ice Cube and related to Ice Cube, a grown man talking about all these crazy things. Hmm. But I still was managed to relate to it because what it was, he was showing me a different world. Right. And so me as an artist, it's like, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to show people your story, tell your story from your point of view. Like, what is it? What do you see? And that can be really, can be accessed by anybody. Anybody can gravitate towards that or relate to that, regardless of where, of where you're from, what your background is or what you're really rapping about or talking about. What it has to be, that has to be truthful. So it has to be your authentic experience. I find that the more you dig into that, the more people relate to it because it's like it doesn't matter where you're from you're going to experience the same things all the time and it's that it's the whole thing of really just trying to be be who you are i say this to my my kids i've got this little phrase i say to my kids all the time superman don't wear superman pajamas he just wears normal pajamas so if you're wearing superman pajamas you're not like superman you're Mm. like i don't know who you're like Mm. so it's like if you're trying to be these people you need to do what they do not not really try and be them really just finding what fit in it, it, just, it just came together it, it came halfway through like what what had happened the story of this album i was in the middle of i've been doing this thing where i'm putting out a song every week so that's what's been happening so i've been making a song every week for this year 53 songs we've got 53 fridays i'm making a song every week getting through halfway through it i start realizing that i've been stuck in this place we've had lockdown went allowed out and i've really just been looking around and really just been really kind of get introspective about what my life is and where that led me to literally where are we right now like where are we I'm at home this is the place I've grown up in this is the place that I didn't think was going to be my home but it is my home now and you kind of gotta have some sort of um reverence for the place like we've we we, we take it for granted because we're just here and we're just like oh it's Watford whatever whatever but there are there, there's many places in the world that are worse than Watford and Watford is <laughs> oh, the yeah. it's got, you know what I mean? so it's got a lot it has got a lot going Going for it, and even if it didn't, all the people that you love, they're all around you. They're all they 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 live in this in this area. It's funny because the more I kind of give to just show respect to the area, the more that the area gives respect back to me. Yeah, I shows love and that, and that is. Yeah. That's literally community. It's like you come out your door, you see your neighbour and you don't say anything to them, not going to say anything back to you. You come out your door and you go, right, mate. Mm. Next thing you know, you're, you've got a full-blown conversation and your neighbour is really your neighbour. That's that's literally how community works. So that's kind of how the album came about. Okay. But I mean, the thing is that I suppose... I don't mean this to sound flippant, but I, I, you know, obviously we watch sort of films that are based in places like Los Angeles and that mm. sort of thing. So that when you hear uh, raps about that area, you kind of can picture it. You kind of think, okay, I, I sort of see where he's coming from there. Whereas you, you wonder whether someone in New York would understand South Oxy as a reference, or I, I don't want it to sound flippant or anything like That's that. Because true I, though, but and I, and I get that a hundred percent, and I feel like it is almost like I, I'm going very, um, very niche. <laughs> 
with this. Well, it with is. This album. I mean, to me, as a I we know, though, I as a we with this podcast. You see, the thing is, the thing is, I listen to that and I go, well, I understand this because I know South yeah. Oxy and I know West Watford yeah. uh, and I don't know South Central, but yeah. I just wonder whether once it comes out of that particular area, people go mm, South Oxy. I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Is this? I know what you're saying. Does it translate? Yeah, that's like, it. That, it that, that's what I'm trying I, to say. I honestly think it can mm-hmm. i don't think if i was if i was a, a marketing label expert I w- i'd probably advise against it i'd say you want to go <laughs> you, you want to be a bit more you want a bit more broad bit, yeah broad um, now yeah <laughs> i just did a rap the other day and i was talking about gaston and, and uh gade car park and it's like right, oh my god quality, that's that. Too far now. that is niche gone, <laughs> you've definitely gade gone too park. far i love it but, like, but to, to me <laughs> <laughs> I love but it. But to me, that's almost like that's where like the kind of um like your reaction to me that's worth way more than anything. Mate, I'm, the I'm... gate car park. It's, I was parked there the other day, and there's no way I would have thought, oh, I, I could get a rap. About this place, yeah. <laughs> that is fantastic. I love it. I love so it. So to, to me, like it's the engagement. It's like what's the quality engagement? What's the what's the thing that in twenty years time someone will look back and be like, yeah, you know what? Now nah, that that made way more sense. Just you mentioning that it, it meant a lot to me it doesn't have to mean yeah, a lot to yeah. everybody but it just has to mean a lot to the people that were in this place at this time and i think at the moment as well i really believe that this is a historic time and i'm really just trying to just document my life in it and right. yeah. where, where was my where was my space when all this crazy stuff was happening well we're we're, we're, we're in the middle of some bizarre history at the moment aren't mm-hmm. we that nobody's had you know in in the world so yeah no i i completely understand that but the stuff i like is the re- and it, it sticks with me because i was listening in the car on my way to work and I'll tell you I was going to a place worse than Watford Slough there you go <laughs> oh, you, were, you want some inspiration you come in the car with me there Jesus Christ but but there was reference to oh, I can't remember look I can't rap but there was a reference to the Harlequin and the name change Yeah, and I was yeah. like no it's the Harlequin yeah, <laughs> and that was it. I was like, "Ain't called anything else. It is the Harlequin." I think you can you can knock it down and rebuild it, and it's still called it's the, Harlequin. the Harlequin. Yeah, without doubt. Yeah, yeah. and, and it I was th- just stuff like that. I was just like that. Actually, yeah, I like that. And I think to me, that's the part that when I when I write now, that's the bit I'm trying to get. It's, I'm trying to get that um, historic connection and just trying to have that connection with people that were around it at this time. I think certain. I'm in the the, the music industry, and I feel like a lot of the times. The, the message or what we're told behind closed doors is you need to be as broad as possible. You need to have the most streams, the most views, like you, you're, you're out here trying to be famous. I'm in like a really good position where I've been able to build a nice little niche fan base and got myself to a place where I don't have to worry about trying to appeal to anybody. I can really just make this about about art. It was a time in, in New York in the early 80s. You had a group of artists, musicians who were just like, just in this area, meatpacking district. And all they would do is just do art for, for, for themselves. And it was just like this, this environment where everything we do, we're doing it for art's sake. And mm. in, in little places within my music, obviously I can't recreate, but Within my music, it's like, let me just try and have that little moment where this wasn't for anybody else but the people that know. That's it. Like, let's just have our little moment, have our little fun, and it's art for art's sake. It doesn't matter. You're right. The people outside, they're not going to get it, but that's okay. That's cool. Because at the same time, this 10-year-old kid who wasn't supposed to get Ice Cube, he he managed to get it. So yeah. who, who knows? It might... 
it, mm. it might really. Well, they've no, probably like got that. their own gate car park or their own South Oxy or whatever. Yeah. No one else has got a gate car park. No. <laughs> Jesus. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I always get stopped by the bloke who's sitting there begging. And I, oh, I had to yeah. ask, him, that? I had to ask yeah, him how to yeah. get in with my. Because you know you have to put your card in to get yep. through the door now. And he said, in there, mate, in there. I'm going, oh, thanks. Yep. Thank you. Better have some money for that. Thanks. You know yeah. That's right. He's done it. I reckon he yeah. built that. He's, he's probably an ex electrician. He's done it himself. He's well, always out there. Because yeah. I started roller skating a couple of months ago, and that's my spot. Like gate park, gate car park is my, my roller skating spot. Oh, is I'd it? have to go. That yeah, so I'd have to go. I don't have any time to like pay for my park when I want to get my car out. And he'd always be there. I'd be like, "Are you right, mate?" And he's like, yeah. like "Brother, I got no, I got no cash on me, man. I got no." Yeah, that's the thing. No one's got, got cash now. It's all cards, yeah. isn't it? It's like they need the machine, mate. That's what they need. Get that's the what they need. That'll be the next thing. That'll, That'll be, be the next. Well, thing. that's what buskers 100%. are doing now. Buskers in London, you can put your tap your card on, and it'll take two quid off. Yeah, yeah that'll be the next Mental, thing. Mental, it? Yeah, smart man. But I'd have smart. to ask a, a homeless person how he's connected to a bank. How connected? Yeah, yeah. Where does this actually go? Yeah, just just sticking with the music though. What you know what were your influences sort of growing up and your your musical influences you know whether did you, you talked about your, your dad early on did he with what was kind of he into because my 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 music is varied to say the least like yeah. beatles rolling stones you know i'm not massively fond of the the modern production line stuff i've got to admit you know i yeah. like actual you know justin here he hasn't mentioned it but he plays a mean guitar sometimes you know, i, like, I, I, I sometimes. like to hear stuff live and when it's you know yeah. when it's it, it means something if that if you get me work when i say that but what, what what's your kind of like how did you grow up with music my um kind of relationship with music is quite weird so my dad is a preacher so wow my, my first introduction with music was always live music so in church hearing kind of gospel music um these pictures of me when i was like one years old on the drums that was kind of like always the the musical background so i was always interested in music when i got to about i think i was maybe about five or six i had a someone it was might have been a present but someone gave me a little radio so what i would do is play that there was all kind of mu- music on the radio you no know, turn the dials until you get get a song and i would go to bed listening to music so i've always i've done that from probably yeah probably about maybe six or seven years old i've always done that getting a bit older hanging around with my cousin seeing what they listen to so they would listen to like big daddy kane ll cool j so i would i would hear rap when i was with them but there was never any rap allowed in my house so oh, right. <laughs> yeah that was never happening but what i would do is i would check the radio and i would find like like being in Brixton, this is when Kiss FM was 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 a pirate station. Pirate station, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you would hear you would hear hip hop, you would hear dancehall or reggae, raga, and that was just I was just kind of gravitated towards that music because that's the music that my cousins and my uncles listen to. And then when I got to, like I said, so t- at ten years old, my um, granddad bought me a, a Walkman for I think it was a, a Christmas present. Got a cassette from my uncle, which happened to be Ice Cube, America's Most Wanted. Played that nonstop, back to back, front to back, <laughs> till the batteries died War- and it slowed yeah, down. Worn it out. Worn it totally out. And that was the first time. It it was a little bit of um, kind of, it was like the sound of the music, but it was the content as well. It was like raw content. There was loads of swearing in it. Like in my house, you were never allowed any of that stuff. So to hear that is like... (gasps) Oh my oh, god, that yeah. is crazy! You know I mean, like, yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. crazy. Um, and then from then, I was hooked on rap. Like, rap was what it was. So I'd, I'd only listen to rap music. Um, Snoop came out in '93. Wu Tang '93. Go to school. We'd swap CDs, swap tapes. Yo, know, if you, or, or my uncle would buy a, an album. I get all the kids. Yeah, give me a cassette. I'll tape it for you. We'd, I'd tape the albums, bring it back to school, so everyone would have like the latest albums. That's awesome. And yeah, like that. I think from That's that the music point, was awesome, wasn't it? You, you, do you know? I mean it's just it's nice it's the vibe because I, I think part of the problem now 
is you don't get to at that point like i said you you can sit with an album front to back and listen to it over and over again yeah so that album then becomes almost like me talking about ice cube when i'm talking to you i can see my granddad's garden i was listening to it in right like i can see that there's an emotional attachment to that album whether that whether the music is good or not it doesn't even matter to me anymore i'm i'm attached to that album forever there's a, a a because now music comes out so fast every friday a billion albums come out we listen to it once go yeah that's cool that's some good tracks what's next Mm. and we just move on so Mm. it's really hard to even form a connection with music it's kind of like if it was a friend if you if you got to only spend one day with that person you couldn't form a connection you'd be like all right cool well all right save we'll see someone else next time and this is the way i see music it's like you have to have be able to sit down with that that music and just listen to it just stop listen and and really just try and connect with it just have some quiet time and i feel that's why music just it has a different feel now because you don't really have that time to really sit down with an album when i when i started buying albums myself what i would do i would read there was a magazine called the source magazine so the source magazine they would tell you i don't know a rapper big pun big pun album is coming out it's coming they would have an interview with him they would talk all about his life the next month after that would be the review of the album they would tell you every single track what happens in the album then we're in the uk we gotta wait at least three weeks for it to go over here. Yeah. <laughs> right? so, on import yeah <laughs> on import yeah. right yeah. Yeah. so then I'm saving my money, 17 quid, 16.99 to buy the album. Yep. Once I buy that album, I'm not buying another album until I can afford another 16.99. Yeah. And I've seen it in the magazine that it got five mics and everyone loves it. So in the whole time, all I'm doing is listening to that album, big mm. pun, nonstop, mm. nonstop. And then, and that's how I managed to fall in love with music. That's where you get to really just listen, just really just hear what, what, what's the artist saying? What's the music saying? Um, learning about the, what's the mix sound like reading the, reading the inlays, like who produced that what records did it sample there's so much that goes in to listening to a to an album so even so now making my music i've really tried to kind of get that connection with people just to say yo do you know what like don't even like just listen to it that's all i want like just listen to the album i I don't do a lot of press as far as like radio djs and all that kind of stuff like um, press releases i'll just hit them up say listen i have this album i just want you to listen to it once just listen to it and i don't even really want you to play it just listen to it and if, if there's anything you like on it, that's cool. But all I want is that connection because I feel like that is worth way more than all the other stuff. Because like you said, music doesn't feel the same anymore. And that's part of the reason because it's you, you don't have time to just sit and chill with it. I think it's also the physical thing. I think like you were saying, actually holding that album in your hands. There, there was album covers. There was artwork. Yep. There was, you know, yep. gatefold sleeves and yep. the actual, you know, putting a record on, putting the needle it's, on the record and listening weirdly, to it. Weirdly, I've got to say, I'm going to say the smell of it. You know, yeah, like the, the smell, smell of it. Final. You know, just the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, I think now it's just kind of well, I'll go to Spotify and I'll listen to it, and then I'll add that to a playlist, and I'll listen to it another day. I, I do think that our relationship with music has changed quite dramatically over the last twenty years with the whole digital thing. To be honest, we have really short attention spans. Really short attention spans, yeah. and, and even it's like I get you. Kind of have to as an artist, you got to work with it. You can't just go, oh, I'm just going to do my thing, and I don't care what anyone else is doing. You kind of got to try and meet it in the middle, and that's even why with the album. I started it the way I started it because I wanted the first track to just hit you in the stomach like oh okay this wasn't what I expected the reaction I got from that first track on the album was really the reaction I wanted and it was it was a risk because I've never put a song like that first on an album normally that's the last track like you have all the fun yeah 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 all right okay guys this is a little sad track we 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 end I'll see you again in a couple of months yeah. but I wanted it to be like no 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 we're start this is where it's starting 
and then we're going to work backwards. The amount of people I had messaged me that were like, mate, first of all, you're right. <laughs> do, you, do you want to chat? Do you want to chat? Do you want to chat? Secondly, I can't get to track two, mate. Like I can't, I can't do it. I had one of my best mates, Gaffer, on the, on the, on the phone to me, leaving voice notes going, mate, I'm in tears here, mate. Why have you done this? Like I've got to go work in a minute, mate. What have you done? Like, like, <laughs> yeah. And, but that's the, that's what I wanted. I said, the tension spans are really short. So let's just get to the point. Then it kind of hooks people in and then you can really just sit down and, and, and get the, the story. Like just listen to what I've been going through and maybe you relate to it. You can find me at the same place. West Watford, they face. They keep telling me I've got great tunes. I keep telling them they got great tunes. Still on radio, still on telly, still on iTunes, selling plenty. Vision clear in 21 because it was blurred in 2020. There's a couple of tracks on there that that kind of stuck out for me. I mean, the the 4 a.m. in Watford. That obviously straight away, I'm like 4 a.m. in Watford. I remember those days. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, can't do it anymore. But I tell you, the two the two that that probably resonated with, with me the most is by any means. And I think clean hearts always win. And my biggest fans are not my neighbours. All they hear is me shouting through the walls like I've been locked for ages. But I'm outside like the surgery was non-invasive. If I'm your problem, then you got to face it. And I, and I think if I had to get a message about it out of it, it was kind of like, you know, obviously you've, you've had some some tough times, but it's about, you know, keep going, keep, keep doing what you've got to do. And dare I say it, you know, to everyone else. And yeah. it's not always... It, my way might not be the right way, but it's, it, but I believe in it kind of thing, you know, and I, I don't want to get all like emotional on everyone here and we'll start crying in front of each other. But <laughs> honestly, I, and music is yeah. such a powerful thing. And I've said this to Justin before, you know, even him playing the guitar, I stand there, I'm just staring at him because it just hooks, it hooks me in. And if somebody said to me, I didn't know you were into that kind of music, well, to be fair, nor did I, but it wasn't till I, till I listened to it when I went, you know, it, it, and, and my son was, bearing out the words i can't keep up with all the words but he's like you know just like that and i'm like yeah i've i've tried learning a rap it's not easy it really yeah but i just feel i i gotta be honest i feel stupid (laughs) because i'm I'm not doing it i'm not doing it justice it's the thing you know i can sing to uh you know a bit of oasis because you you can have a load (laughs) of beers and it don't you know as i as i did the other night just you did did with me yeah yeah i can do that but you know, it, it's it's a special skill, I think, to to, to be able to do that. Is but it, is I'm, it something you can learn rapping? Is it something you can actually learn, or do you think it's something that you kind of uh, a talent that you're born with? I think you can definitely learn. I think there's there's kind of two levels to it. There's the skill of being able to rap. Then there's the more important skill of I'm going to say some things that that's you're going to relate to. Right. Um, and I think they're almost two separate things because there's a lot of people that can really rap really well. They can rhyme words really well. A lot of rappers that are technically a lot better than me. And I and I feel like like in my past days I was better technically but it's almost like I'm not really trying to do that anymore if we're if we're trying to let's, let's do some some football analogies we can do football skills street street skills as much as we want and it looks really cool when I'm on my back and the ball's spinning and all that but it's not scoring any goals is it no so it's no. like let's just stick to the fundamentals and yeah. let's do what we we came here to do and I think it's funny you mentioned those two songs because, well, Clean Hearts Almost Win almost didn't make the album. Um, I really liked it. I just didn't like the, the chorus very much. But it was, I think that's one of the songs where it's quite an angry, an angry song. Because yeah, I yeah. feel like there's there's like a part, is there's a part in everybody where you just get on with life, right? So you, you just live mm-hmm. life every day. You work, family, kids, all that kind of stuff. And you take a lot of knocks. But for the most part, you don't really respond to a lot of them. You just kind of, you just get, you just get on with it. But there's a, there's a bit, you kind of sit back and you're just like you're naturally no I'm not even taking it anymore like, yeah I'm, I'm actually... I've, it's 
it's done me now. That's it. Yeah. That's enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I feel like everybody gets to that point. And I, I really didn't want to go into that too much with the album. And, I, and even if I did it, I wanted it to be still kind of playful. And that's why, like, Stay Humble is kind of like a jokey, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's all fun of games. <laughs> Please don't push me. Please don't call me up and coming, man. I've been done in dances since the running, man. And yeah, I might not get the biggest views. I don't get the views, but I get money, man. I've got real fans who buy real merch. We don't fake streams, we do real work. Yeah, it's true, I put the blade down, but I got bags of boxes I still serve. If I posted up my last invoice, I'm feelings will get real hurt. So my advice is before you try me, make leave it, just chill first. And I wanted it to I wanted to keep it, keep it quite light on that side of the on that side of the emotional spectrum. And the other song, that was I think that might have been the second to last song I made on the album. And it was because because breakdown was so was so hard hitting, I kind of needed a way to kind of get from there back up. Like yeah. I did I didn't want it to be like super low. Right, forget that, let's just go higher. It's just that transition. And I feel like everybody has that. So you're gonna have the moments when you're really low and then you start to you don't you you don't stay in that state you start to rationalize and think all right you know what yeah stuff is really bad but i'm actually gonna i'm gonna make it out of this 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 place like i'm not staying here and i've got enough strength to 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 move through and get to that next that next part so that i so that i can move move forward so that song was really about that and that's and it's really weird because those two there's three songs on the album that people have really gravitated towards and that was one of them and because like i said i'm I'm putting out a song every week so i don't have time to promote each song when i dropped that song i didn't promote it at all i just put it out and just left it the numbers on it went crazy and i was just like that is nuts i i pay for promotion on certain songs and they don't do as well as this one is done just by itself itself, yeah yeah. so (laughs) it's like it's it's cool it's really good in a way because in a way what it does show you is when a song resonates a song resonates yeah i like that Awesome. Hi, this is Gifton Noel Williams, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I guess we should talk a tiny little bit about football, just on the, you know, because we, we we try. Now, we we know, uh, obviously, you know, you you've moved here when you when you were nine. Been to Vicarage Road since you've been here? Did you get in there or? All right. So this is this is the funniest part. So my wife, yeah, when I told her <laughs> when I told her I was going to do this podcast, my wife, uh, my brother-in-law, who's a season ticket holder, they laughed. <laughs> they, they, they they absolutely <laughs> laughed at me they were like go on name five players name five players I was like uh, success uh, that's, I've seen well, that he's gone yeah he's gone they're like yeah he's, he's gone I'm like um, um, uh, Dino Dino no he's gone as well close like, Steenie yeah. <laughs> I'm like I don't, I, don't, I don't know what's going on here yeah no do you know what part of the problem f- for me is I did not grow up playing football I was a basketball guy God, basketball yeah. was my sport from 11 years old football um, when I moved to Luton actually was when I first started oh, playing football oh, oh. Um, and I was rubbish and so I yeah, played for they about... don't teach you properly up there that's fine <laughs> of course not <laughs> <laughs> so that was it it was, it was, it was over for me but no I haven't I've haven't. i never been to um, a match Vicarage Road right okay well we got to sort that out we'll now. take but, you then yeah. we'll take yeah, you yeah 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 I'll take you yeah because I've always down. got I've always got a spare ticket that'd be cool yeah, yeah I mean, 100% you'll be, you'll be 100% 110% you'll, you'll be bored but you know 110% <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing do you know what's really funny because like I'm I'm one of those people who when there's a, a a match that means something I'm glued to it I'm 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 really invested yeah, and it's, yeah. I, I don't know if it's part of my personality I'll, I'll walk past and see like, who's playing what 
then all of a sudden it's like this story's been made up in my mind. Yeah, oh no, they they gotta win. They gotta win. And then I'm I'm in. Like I'm 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 fully involved. So hundred percent. I'll make that happen, I promise you. I'll make that happen. Well there's another thing as well, there's a couple of players that haven't got chance. And you know, if you could write a couple of chance while you're there, you are the man (laughs) You might be able to bail us out of this. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That is I've always wondered like how do the chance how do they come about? Like who decides So do you know know what it is? I, I guess it's a real low form of rapping because you get like um, a player's name and a lot of players have got like you know f- um, Decore so when he was here like a, a French name and it's it's trying to get something that goes right how the hell because when you look at it how the hell does that get into any form of song whatsoever <laughs> and it's about taking like some classic sort well, in of the beats. end it was September by Earth, Wind and Fire wasn't September it? September by Earth, Wind and Fire oh, yeah one, two, three, four ooh Abdullah Decore ooh he never gives a ball away. And you that might, was it. You might recognise the tune. <laughs> yeah, that was out of tune, by the way, but yeah. yeah. That is yeah. genius. Yeah, it's weird. Sometimes a chant comes along and you go, oh my God, I can't believe it. That's fantastic. Other times you think, well, I'm not singing that. But there's, yeah. there's sometimes they come out and you go, oh, whoever wrote that. And it's not like a committee, is it? It's not like we all no. sort of sit down and go, right, this is the tune. It's just We um we had a manager uh, called Javi Gracia a good few seasons ago now. And it, Watford, if you don't know, Watford changed managers like I change socks. It's just constant. It's all, all the time. I was standing at, uh, in the, at West Ham's new grounds. I was having a beer. And this ginger lad uh, come over to me. Uh, he recognised me from the, from the YouTube thing. Uh, and he said to me, he said, I've got a song for the manager. Now, when someone comes up to you so keen and eager, you're kind of like, yeah. go on then, mate. Your toes yeah. start curling, I'm list- Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm listening. And from that, it became just the song that... It was sung at Wembley. It was sung, it at, was Wembley. sung at Wembley. Yeah, it, and it just went like mad. And within about five minutes, the whole away end was singing it. And it just... And, and it was born from nothing. And I, and I still... It gives me goosebumps now. The guy, the literally, guy just went, I've got a song. Do you want to hear it? I was like... Whatever, pal. This is gonna be this is gonna be interesting. And it blew my honestly, I was just like It was good. That was a good song. That is amazing, yeah. Man. So yeah. it's it's kinda of, I don't know, it's a bit like a folk tripe type thing really. It's sort of you know, just sort of springs up and catches on. And we still sing songs about players that left twenty, thirty years 20 ago. Years ago yeah. You know, it's just it just sort of stays in the brain. But there are we are struggling with a couple, so if you can find <laughs> find a rhyme for Sizoko, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he needs that. he needs a song. You don't want to rap it to it because they're going to overcomplicate it. Add way yeah. too many rhymes. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. We won't be the able problem to do is it. we get a load. We get a load of beers in us. Yeah, it's got to be. Work. It's yeah. got to be simple. You can't yeah. be. And, s- I'm, and I'm going to be going. No, guys, you're not getting it. There's there's other layers to it. So what I've done, yeah, is uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. We don't care. Yeah. We're just we're just spitting beats. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. but it's yeah, not definitely going to work out. Definitely come to a game with us. Hundred um, percent. You know, we, we will arrange that because cool. uh, I think you, I think you will enjoy it. Actually, I think it's it's an experience, isn't it? A, a, a first. Yeah, game. yeah. Atmosphere wise, it's it's um, it, the, the Vic is quality um, for an atmosphere. So you, you got to save me though, because what because what happened is um, during I think it's lockdown. <laughs> I don't know what I did. I'm I tw- looking forward I, to this I, story. I, <laughs> I tweet a lot. I tweet a lot of stuff. I tweet a lot of crazy stuff, and I've tweeted something. One of the Millwall fans has 
liked it and um <laughs> all the Millwall supporters have gone yeah you gotta come lions then bruv yeah we'll get you down there Ooh. and literally i had i had probably over 200 people message me and like, yeah your Millwall mate you gotta come down i was just like uh don't know about that guys. yeah 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 <laughs> that, that quite a lot of experience. kneecaps i'm all right <laughs> that's a whole new level i wouldn't recommend your first level. match being yeah, at Millwall. Yeah, yeah. let me start let me start <laughs> in Watford yeah yeah. Me, yeah yeah like that's a, it it's yeah it's like a starter you have a starter it's, it's like a curry <laughs> yeah. that's the way i would go for it you know, start you with the, the korma you, you don't just jump into a vindaloo you, you yeah. build your way up <laughs> Yeah, they were hitting me with the ghost peppers, man. I'm like, no, yeah, no, no, that is the ghost peppers. <laughs> don't. I don't recommend yeah. that at all. No. <laughs> Definitely give that a miss. Um, what about? Um, I, I know with COVID, do you do any like? Have we got any live gigs that that got people can see? Right? Anything in the in the pipe work? What's... At the moment, no. Only because I feel like it's so up and down with 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 COVID, um, the COVID restrictions. Yeah, so yeah. I've had certain shows that were on that were taken down. And really, with what I want to do um, with this last album is really do like a proper show for for Watford so I'm trying to find um local venues where it can be like a partnership and do something just do something cool like I don't want it to be just the the normal rap show um the normal club venue I want it to be something cool and at the moment it's funny as well because I've done this album and because I've like I said I've been just been connecting with people from Watford in and around Watford I've got some pretty cool like I mean with you like you guys got some pretty cool connections and it's just like what can we do as a community that would just make sense rather than trying to do what everyone else has already been doing so i think probably if if not the end of this year uh maybe earlier early next year when when things are just a bit more normal we hope we hope we hope fingers, clear, uh, yeah. fingers crossed touch touch loads of wood yeah just to do something for the community man and just kind of just keep it keep it local and have it a bit more of a bit more of a chilled vibe so that's that's the plan going going forward um cool. it's funny like you said about the, the physical the vinyl like i want to do the, the vinyl um with the last three albums that i've done um i've done physical copies but i haven't done vinyl every time i do a project i do all these these pictures like i did for this one we did we went around watford did loads of photos we went to watford junction you know they've got the, the weird letters we yeah the some, letters out the front yeah. yeah so we did some there we, did, we went to the football ground we did um pictures up and down vicarage roads and it's like i want to display all that all that artwork so i'm trying to put it and we're going to do a vinyl with all that artwork on it and just have something to for people to just say like, that'd uh, be awesome yeah. I'll, I'll be having one of those i need it signed though for it. that'll 100%. be for my lap yeah 100 well we'll be, awesome. we'll be at the gig as well won't we we'll of be course. Uh, yeah of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that'd be cool Fantastic. that'd be good hello my name's chris stark i'm from bbc radio one that peter crouch podcast and you are listening to the do not scratch your eyes podcast just um just uh, because we've taken up loads of your time one thing i do want to finish on it is sport related and what for related so kind of cool. are, you, are you watching the boxing saturday i don't know if i'm gonna watch it live um, the big man aj i'm gonna try to i'm a i'm a big i'm a big aj supporter it's, we have and lots we have lots of mutual friends yeah lo- lots of mutual friends yeah so yeah, yeah i'm hoping he does hope he does well man he seems like he's he's been serious he yeah he like looks he's... he looks the real deal i saw a f- yeah. thing of him today he looks he looks in i'm i'm real shape yeah so yeah no no looks good i think with him i, I don't think it's ever going to be a, a, a physical i think physically he's got what it takes but i think it's, it's mental it's like yeah you know do 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 you really have that there's there's me saying that you know what i mean if i did a, a, a 30 seconds in the ring, I'll be winded. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> me giving him advice. Yeah, yeah, AJ, yeah. yeah. AJ, you're it. not doing it right, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, I, I think it's really, it's really cool to see just to kind of see his growth 
and to see what he's done it's like yeah it's it's really inspiring i say this all the time like there's, there's so many people from this little place that that we call home that have done some massive things man yeah, yeah. Like, it's amazing to see I love Watford, to be fair. Yeah, I wouldn't want to live anywhere else now. I've lived here pretty much all my life. It's home. You know what I mean? You are moaning about it. The congestion at the moment on the roads is diabolical, Kidding. especially around West Watford where we are. It's absolutely appalling at the moment. But, you know, it's home, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah, trying to do? get out. I, I work in Harrow, so trying to get out to Harrow. Oh, what, do you do? what do you do? I do youth work. So oh, I do? Cool. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I did actually, do, was doing youth work in Watford for a little while. And I'll probably start doing that again. But um, at the moment, I'm with uh, working for a, a Harrow charity so I'm working at the moment with um, kids in schools um, I've done work with with uh, in youth violence so working with kids involved in youth awesome, violence man. yeah so yeah yeah that's, that's, that's kind of been my, my, my focus over the last I'd say four or five years yeah no that's cool uh, that's that's something that's really close to my heart that because uh, you know so I, I, you've got kids uh, you yeah. know I've got um, he's just turned 16 now so he's, he's going to college and stuff like that but I remember um, him being at school and him coming home and telling me one day, he says, oh, dad, there were some lads on the train and they've uh, they pulled a knife. And uh, I said, look, whatever you've got, don't matter what you've got. I said, just give it to him. I said, don't be, don't be big. Don't be, but just give it to him. It's not worth it. You know, and it's such a scary world nowadays. And I, and I, I you're 40, I'm similar age, slightly younger. I, I look older though. If anyone that you can't see, <laughs> I look older, but you, you've aged better, mate. I promise you that. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I think, it, that. I think in our day, I don't know. I just, I don't know what you think, but I think the world just seemed as, well, safer place maybe, but just more simpler, just a bit more simple and a little bit straightforward from from, from what I remember. And I just, it scares the bejeebas out of me nowadays. I think growing up, like I was involved in a, a lot of similar things like that. But I think like what, what the difference was, was you had like the underworld. Like this mm. is the place where this was bad. Don't hang around with these kids. This this part of the, the, the world is bad. Now it's everywhere. So yeah. there's a lot of stuff where th- that violence didn't leak into like i don't want to say like almost mainstream society this was the the, the criminal world and this was yeah. the normal world and now it's like what you've got you've got a lot of um it's merged in it yeah because you've got a, a lot of young kids who don't really know the difference and just think it looks cool mm. so they want to be a part of it the difference is really the line is really thin so mm. you could be a good kid from a good background but you you look over there, you see all the, the the rap and all that kind of stuff, and in these videos they're talking about this stuff, and you think, yeah, it looks cool. You grab it, you you get a knife because you think it looks cool. The other kids don't know you got it to look cool. They think you're really about that life, and they're coming for you, and you end up you might end up killing one of them. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, you're in jail in a, in a life stuck in a life you didn't even wasn't really a part of. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's really morbid to say, but it's something that I see like every single day. I can and imagine it, starting at really young, eleven, twelve. And you're just like, guys, this is, this is, I know it does look cool, but it's really not it's for not. you, mate. You really, yeah, don't, yeah. really don't want it. And that was even like, uh, it sounds really PR-y talk, talking about my album, but one of the things in it I wanted to do was make a whole album where there's no references to violence or explicit violence and, and yeah. no misogyny, nothing like that, but not preachy, not saying don't do it. I just didn't do it. Right. There's, there's so many other things you can talk about. There's so much other life that you can have that don't involve these things. At the moment, it just seems that's the only part when it comes to music that they push. That's the only bit they want to push. That's the only thing that they the labels think is cool. It has to be about this. That stuff is 
cool. We will all watch gangster films and, you know, we, we like that kind of stuff, but there has to be a balance. Like, where's balance, the balance? Yeah. That's why I got that, that on the um, on the song um, Sleeper Pick. It's like, where is the balance? Like, we, there's so much else in the world. And I feel like if we start showing young people, there's other things you can do. There's other, there's other, you don't have to be this guy. You don't have to be the hard man. Mm. There's loads of other things you can do. There's, there's a massive world out there. Trust me, you want to live long enough to see it. So don't get mm. involved in that stuff. Uh, look, I've got to say before, you know, we're going to let you go in a second, but we, we um, you never know what it's going to be like when we, we get guests on. And we've we've had guests on before where we've really had to work hard to get, you know, just a, a, a drop of, you know, enthusiasm or, or something <laughs> out of it. But honestly, I, I, I mean, joy. This, I, yeah, absolute joy. What, what a fabulous guy you are, man. And I, I you, man. yeah, just 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 great to talk to you. You know, your enthusiasm is is infectious. I've got to be honest. Um, I really appreciate it. Yeah. And I, and I, and I love that. And I promise you, we're going to sort you out um, a ticket at Vicarage Road. You come with it and then Thank you can you. then you can tell you misses i can name 11 all of them of right? yeah. <laughs> and, I and, wrote I a song. Wrote, and i almost wrote a chart yeah yeah, yeah. i've got a chart as well yeah uh, <laughs> i message you on uh social media we'll sort something out okay. yeah 100%. thank you so much man really appreciate awesome. that guys thank you for having me big up all the hornets fans big up all the watford fans like much love always thank you awesome. very much see you later up, man. man thank you The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <laughs> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.